our building. A lot of time due to the factors of letting go, we seem to get bound to the comfort of our old scopes. We honestly don't think past a certain point that in truth, the level of that very quality, the acceptable based on the past and the appropriate of our existence based on that past. There's only one true quality. And when tapped into, it changes the climate and will eradicate everything. This is the aspirational quality. This quality comes at a high cost. A very, very high cost. This puts a focus on shifting from remaining a liability to self and the assets of the past. Defining necessity no longer as a rarity, but as the basic stepping stone changes everything. Welcome to the God Out Podcast. Let's get into this. Developing a low tolerance 
to tap into the high execution. It's gonna require becoming the rarity and defining outside of the basic necessity. And then that's gonna take us to the last session where we're getting into quality purpose only. Quality people only. Quality, quality purpose only. But before we get into that, you know I gotta give you that clarity with this weekly reading. And then we gonna get into aspirational quality. Welcome to the God Hour. to remain an asset. 
But in reality, you've been keeping up these appearances and that's only to remain truly a liability. Remember, if you're an asset to others, you're a liability to yourself. It's only when one masters being the asset to self that they're able to assess the liabilities in their life. That goes into the aspects of the nine of wands. The nine of wands paints the picture of being caught in that cycle of being the liability. Staying the liability based on that appropriation of your past. Maybe you got some stuff more like you do have some things that you have to address based in your past, that trauma, that event, those are those isolated traumatic events, because that's where your energy is being stored at. That's the storehouse. In the trauma is the storehouse. The trauma is a storehouse because it holds your emotions locked in that space where you were developing your self at. So think about it like this. If you're in, if you keep finding yourself in cycles where you're in that high level of energy, becoming the necessity because you are saying you are rarity based on necessity, that cycle is over with. How you used to nurture others' energy, basically, sitting in that position with your emotions, is now come to an end. And all, you have to let these things to come to an end. You find yourself going back and forth, picking a side, it ain't working anymore because that's stopping you from rising as the sun card represents the soul, the integration, the wholeness of your soul. You find yourself going back and forth and trying to do all of these things and at the end of a week, you tired as fuck. You drain. You're not tired, you're not sleepy, you just drain. You feel like, but this is what happens. The longer that you're in a drained state, the more anxious you shall become because you're in a drained state. Now that you're in a drained state, think about water running down the drain. Now think about yourself going in your bathroom and you take the stopper out and you washing your hands and your ring falls down the drain. You as anxious as fuck to get down into that pipe. Now you gotta unlock this pipe and or call the plumber and they gotta all this gunk, all the hair, all that shit. All that shit that has been bound up in that pipe just so you can feel whole again based on the necessity, based on being in that space. You have, it's time to allow that shit to go down the drain. And fell is done, it's over with. The relationships, the friendships, that whatever it may be, job, whatever it is, it's time to allow those things to be let go of. That way you can actually start working on your release. You see, while we're holding on to things, we can't go through that door dog or that death. We can't go through that sweet death because we're still holding on to, if I die, then I can't get this. Or if I die, I can't take this with me. Remember, when you die, you can't take shit with you anyway. That is in the aspects of when you die, everybody can't come with you. When you die, those old mindsets and ideals can't come with you. They're not for this higher level. That's gonna lead into that will of fortune being paired with that. As long as you keep trying to hold on to these things, trying to take them through that door, take them through the eye of a needle. A camel, try to, as long as you keep trying to be that camel, take them through the eye of that needle, you ain't, you always gonna have the same fortune. 
You're not going to learn how to balance the new elements, the new grounding, the new fire, your new decisions, your new energy. Learning how to manipulate the winds into yourself so you can move forward. That quality focus. There's no more time for struggle vacations, struggle uh, situations, struggling friendships that you know why they're struggling. I ask you a question. I'm going to ask a question real quick. How many times have you had a conversation with the same person, but it's the same topic, but it's different? What's that word? But it's different um, characters. You have the same conversation with them on schedule every week, every month, every two weeks. It don't matter how when, but it's usually right on schedule. You have the same conversation, different characters. You give them the same pep talk, the same information. They don't apply it. You you say I'm done with it. And then you stuck back in that same space. You find yourself going right back to that same cycle. Stuck in that energy lock. Stuck in that space, not feeding your soul. Stuck in that space, not allowing it to die. And then you wonder why your wheel keep being unbalanced. Your wheel just spinning, spinning around. And you ain't got no time to actually sit there and embrace being in the now in that fortune. That's what happens to us a lot of times when we're not assessing higher quality. Quality comes out of quality. Quality, just like discipline, just like most of the things that I give to that feature, they all come outside. They're outside of comfort. They don't exist in comfort. You being comfortable, being the shoulder to cry on, being the go-to, being the asset is going to keep you as a liability. Remember, the liability is the expense. The liability is the expense. Think about that. The liability is the expense. So you spend all this time being an asset to others, but now you gotta spend your energy trying to get yourself back to being balanced, trying to catch up. You always anxious. It's time for you to let go and start the process of releasing from the bounds of your liabilities. Defining your necessity as your best. I want you to be the fucking best. The wheel is in your favor. It's time for that rebirth. It's time to really start looking into your own life, your own soul, bringing yourself into that wholeness. It's time for you to stop repeating that cycle and stop nurturing those old events that give you no growth. This has been your weekly reading. If you are interested in a reading or any of my services, stay tuned to the Plug Talk. And after this message, we gonna get into this week's session. Thank you to the God on podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome to the God Hour Show. You know it's your host, co-psychologist, spiritual advisor, 
Father Lucifer. I've been saying the entire time, this week we get into aspirational quality. But in order to understand that and break it down, we have to start with that understanding that there's those three levels to quality. Three levels of quality. And you can fall in wherever you want to fall into, but in order for you to become the best you, that authentic self, understand being that asset is that aspirational quality. You know, we break this down to three set, uh, this session, we break it down in those three segments. This first segment, we're going to be getting into uh, low tolerance require, uh, low tolerance leads to high execution. That means reducing the risk. In order to reduce the risk, we got to address those liabilities. Uh, yesterday, I did a, um, Monday, I did the topic during Meditate and Elevate talking about being be, uh, becoming receptive based on being a liability or you being an asset. Here's, the, here's what I've learned just in healing in that space. Even before healing, I learned that you, if as long as you remain the liability, you will always look for the necessities in others. So they become your assets. So basically, as long as you're an asset to somebody else, based on the basic necessities, you are a liability to yourself. Because you will always find yourself spending more of your energy trying to remain that asset. And this is one of the things where it happens where you're developed this high tolerance for the past based on the acceptance or the acceptable, the, the accepted aspects of your past. And now you start with this appropriation in your present. And what I mean by appropriation is you take the things from your past and you use them as the 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 notes and the keys to you being in the now so something as simple as you didn't get love as a you didn't get that love that you wanted as a child now you find yourself being a liability to find that love that nece that necessity in others and they become that asset of that said basic necessity. And when I say by that basic necessity, it's based on with self. It's based in self. I never like, I now understand why when someone says, I've said it and it's like, but they deserve love or they deserve to eat. They deserve money. They deserve certain things. And yes, to certain points, I'm not saying don't go, you see a, a homeless person and they look hungry and you got it, you give it to them. I'm not saying based on that. I'm talking about in the aspects of the things that are closest to you, because the things that are closest to you are going to be the things that test you. The things that are based upon your past narrative, basically, are going to test you being the asset. See, now a lot of us, we come into our space. We like being the asset. We like being the asset. But here comes the key. It helps, it stops us from actually achieving that as this aspirational quality in ourselves. Because we become that 
space with ourselves where we're thinking like, yo, I'm a, I'm, I'm a good, I'm a good man or I'm a good woman. I'm a good friend. I'm a good sister. I'm a good brother. Why? I'm a good mom. Why? I'm a good wife. Why? I'm a good husband. Why? I'm a good person. Why? Remember last week we got into those aspects with looking at yourself and really changing that perspective of you. And this is that quality that you're trying to get into. Quality is outside of comfort. Quality is outside of comfort. So if your necessities, in order for you to receive your necessities, you got to keep changing or manipulate. You got to keep changing yourself to get the basic necessities that you should have defined in yourself. It's time to assess that space. You have, you are a liability. You have lived, most of us have lived our lives as liabilities. We always think about that thing when they say they only think about us as numbers because you are. You are a liability. Everything down here in this space is based on being being a liability. The only ones with the assets are the ones that have the assets are the ones that are in control. The ones that are the ones that have the assets are the ones that have, are in the authority. So I, I always ask, I'm asking this even I'm asking this this week. Who's the authority in your life? The authority is the one that has the assets. So when you're looking inside your space and you haven't defined that love inside of yourself, you haven't defined these certain, you haven't defined the basic necessities inside self, inside you, the internal you, then you always going to be a liability. I'm going to use an example. I'm going to use an example. I'm going to give you an example. Liabilities are non-reciprocal. That means they provide no value. They provide no value. That means they provide no charge. They provide no energy. They provide no, there's no reciprocity. There's no reciprocity with a non-reciprocal in a liability. So now that you're looking now with that definition, we're going to build into this. Think about this space right here where you got people in your life. You can have someone in your life right now as we still have that conversation. The conversations of the, there's three levels of conversations when it comes to this levels of coming into this quality. There's the average conversation. There's the below average conversation, the average conversation, and then that aspirational conversation, that conversation that's always based on aspiring. So now you look at your space. When you're having a conversation, is it based on talking about other people and other things? You know, the gossip, always talking about, it'd be the same story to different characters? Or is it about events? The news, stuff that's happening in the aspect of that, the average aspect? Or is it based on ideas? Ideas, challenges, growth, expansion, 
reading, studying. I'm going to give you the quality is not based on quantity. Give you this. You can have an hour conversation with somebody and at the end of it, you don't feel that you don't you you feel drained. You don't know why you listen to it. You wasted an hour of your life. And then you find yourself trying to catch up. You can have an average conversation. That means you're talking about events, the news, and shit of that nature, the kids and stuff of that nature. And you'll still find yourself in a comfort of that's that's what life is. But that aspirational conversation, that hour conversation, that same hour in each one, use the same hour. That same hour you come, that same hour conversation gave you access to a network, to a connection, to studying for school, to networking, to building your business or maximizing the potential and saving based on your job to get into that business. That as that aspirational conversation is worth more than all of these other conversations. Give you another breakdown. All right, we're gonna start from the top and go to the bottom. So we just went from below to above. We're gonna go above to below. All right, cool. The normal conversation with me now, if somebody wants to come to me and have a conversation with me, and it's not going to, it's not of any value, me being inside of my now, knowing my value, knowing my desired value, knowing my projection, Knowing that I'm in a certain my my mindset's where I'm at. I'm in that aspiring. I'm in that aspirational quality mindset. I am the. I know I am an asset. That low ranking conversation, I can make fifteen dollars. I can in fifteen minutes. I can make thirty bucks off of the lowest price reading. I can fifteen minutes. Fifteen minute reading, thirty dollars. So if I do four of those, that's $120. If I do four 15-minute readings within an hour, or it'll total up to be an hour, that's $120. If I have an hour conversation with somebody that is gonna, I know is about to waste my time, knowing that I can make, every 15 minutes I can make $30, Guess what I'm going to charge that person for? An, guess what I'm going to charge that person for an hour? $30. I'm going to charge them $30. Now, someone would be like, man, that's fucked up, man. What did they? No. Reciprocation. I'm an asset. You coming to me for a reason. It's 30 bucks to, it's 30 bucks to hop in my inbox, 30 bucks to call me, to ask me questions. You can ask as many questions as you want. $30. You got an hour, spill it. Now, some people will look like, why don't you charge them $30 every 15 minutes? No. Because I understand that that lower quality, that this below average conversation that's about to be had, they're not, if they're not willing to invest that $30, that at least that small fee of $30, I can't, I know I wouldn't expect them to make the 120. Now that above average conversation, that means they listen to an episode on a podcast or 
they had a listen to an episode of the podcast. They caught a lecture. They caught a live that I did. And now they're interested in services. It's $100 for that hour for that shadow work consultation. You see how that goes up? It went up to the 100 so it was $10 more. And by the time I get to this higher level conversation that I'm having up here, I know that that's already set. This is setting your standards. This is setting your parameters inside of your space. What happens for us for a lot of times when we're inside of a space with our thought process is we get scared to set that boundary. We get scared to set that boundary because we are with high tolerance and low execution. The higher the tolerance, the higher the emotional aspect. So this is when you start assessing your emotional liability, the ability, the liability of your, your emotions in that space. You may have a nice conversation with somebody. You may say something that may move the masses, but if you're tolerating the high tolerance comes in, they go out, they go do whatever, go sleep with old buddy, go knock off old girl, go do some shit that they know, even though you gave them the keys to the success, told them to stay home, say, yo, you should come over here, we can just chill out. You gave them this advice, you gave them that, you gave them the space. Whether or not they take in this emotion, whether they take in the information or not and they use it, take heed to it or not, is not your responsibility. The only thing that is your responsibility is your emotional balance. Every time they go out and go do that and they come back, they maintain your high tolerance. They maintain, you may, you have to, now you're in that space maintaining a high level of tolerance. So you have a low level of execution. Because guess why? This is the trip part about it. Now you inside that space, you're having a conversation with this individual. They're not listening. So you build up this high tolerance for them because you're like, I know how they are and they need love and they're not listening. And you can even give them that they're just not listening to all this shit, but it stops you from executing and moving forward. How is it stopping you from moving forward? Easy. When you should be sitting there working on that business draft for studying or reading that book you can be reading, you're spending more and more time on the phone with them. When you could be sitting at the crib, getting your meditation on or doing your yoga or getting programming your day for that that high quality day, you spend your morning talking to them about the night before. You spend your whole rising talking to them about something that happened over the weekend and it has the same exact result. Same character, same result. Different character, different result, same result. It's always the same result. A lack of accountability, a lack of responsibility, the blame factor, 
blaming it on everybody else. And then what do you sit there and do? Your low execution only gives you that low margin of execution only gives you a certain amount of things you can say. So you stuck within that script because now you in that space having a conversation with them and like they're not listening to you. They've never listened to you. You just tolerated it because it was a sense of usage. You felt it felt good being able to talk to people and give them that information. But you notice these conversations that you having. What are your conversations really about? Someone spends an hour and a half on the phone telling you about the last nigga they screwed. Your boy spent an hour on the phone or an hour sitting beside you showing you pictures of different bitches sending him shit in his DM. None of that shit got you any money. None of that made any money for you. None of that taught you anything. But it did teach you something. It's teaching you about your environment. Why do they feel so comfortable coming to you? Because you feel comfortable letting them come to you? You got a low level, you got a high level of tolerance. That means you're gonna tolerate them coming to you. Why? That longing feeling? That definition that you gave them at a point in time? That definition don't exist anymore. You said they, we were friends. This event happened and they were there. That's my family. This is what I mean by the things that are going to test you when you're while you're coming into your ascension and you're waking up, you're coming into your true aspects of yourself. It's not going to be anything that you see on the news. Primarily. <clears throat> it's going to be friends and family. Friends and family are you are the highest valued asset to your friends and family. You are the highest value, highest value asset to your family, your friends, based on their level of karmic debt. See, y'all got the same. You can be sitting there working on your karmic debt, doing your shadow work, doing your internal work. But the moment that you start feeling free, you don't know how to feel free. You don't know how to be the prime asset. You don't know how to build in that. You don't know how to build those assets. Remember, everything that's an asset is in a reciprocal value. That means it grows. That means the greater the growth of that asset, the higher that it becomes. And at number one, that star or that asterisk above number one is you. You are the number one asset in your fucking life. You have defined your necessities in your life your basics, your foundation. From that, now you can build your structure and then acquire more assets. The more assets you acquire, the less liabilities need to be, the less the liabilities. The liabilities, liabilities are non-reciprocal. They're only based on expense. So take this thought process in your mind. I'm going to do this from, we're going to go from the top. to the, We just went from bottom to top. Now we're going from top to bottom. Now we're going to go to the highest aspect. Me being an asset in my life. I know I'm a high valued asset. I am a high valued person. 
I know that I'm a high value person because I've done that work to become the high value person before doing anything else. Everything else is a reflection of experience and observation. Podcast, experience, observation. Lectures, experience, observation. Those are the streams or the assets that go under me being the, me understanding being the top asset. With that being said, you, in order to even, this is how you start build, this is how you build yourself. In order for you to get to me, I've built step-by-step in my assets, how you gonna get to me? How, what's gonna, what things that you're able to do if you can't fill in one of these spots, if you can't connect to one of these spots, then you can't come to this level of high execution. See, liability, the more assets that you acquire, the lower the tolerance, the lower your tolerance. This means it's the lower chance of error. This is going outside of the stature of limitations. My assets make me limitless because they're all in, they're all in favor of me building and growing. They all have their separate values that come together that match my as my aspirational quality. So look in your life right now. I said it earlier. I've said it before. You are not the same person that you were before. So the things that inspired, the things that were based on the accepted quality of your past, no longer gonna hold weight as you striving to do something better. It's not gonna work anymore. This is where a lot of us fall short because in reality, this is where a lot of us fall short at because in honest reality with ourselves, we find ourselves not wanting to let go of certain aspects because we haven't learned how to build that in a new space. We want everybody to come along with us. I need everybody to come along with me. Everybody can come with me. I can make everybody, I can get everybody uh, on the same page. I can make everybody, uh, I can make everybody great. I can make everybody, no, you can't. Everybody ain't supposed to go with you. As you're addressing these liabilities in your life, now you're looking at your assets, now look at your liabilities. Liabilities give you no reciprocal, have no reciprocal value. They're non-reciprocal values, value. They're an expense. So when you become the asset, now you can look down this list of all your other assets. I've said it before when I gave the exercise out, look at your cell phone right now. How many of them numbers in your cell phone, if you said, if you had a chance to go to a <clears throat> webinar, a seminar or a networking engagement that can net you about 30 grand in a six month period of time, how many people inside your tech, how many people inside your contact list could you send the link <clears throat> to reading the information and going with you to that event? This is how you got to think. In your contact list, how many people in your contact list right now can give you some information information 
that will help you expand. I'm not talking about based on acceptance. The accepted pat the, the the accepted narrative is a little bit something better than nothing. I'm talking about actually can challenge you. How many conversations are you having in your day to day when you're having conversations that are leaving you in a sense of engaged, inspired, and make you want to do more, bringing you into a higher perspective? How many of these conversations are you really having? Those first conversations start with yourself. So if you ain't even started doing the mantras with yourself, remember everything's to be built into. So you identify this key asset, which is yourself. And you say that you're rich and you say that you're abundant and you're wealthy and you're healthy and, and you're glowing. And you saying that you fucking, you being fucking great. That means every asset or everything under you, that chief asset that is you should reflect that should reflect of that and build and grow based on that. It shouldn't be based on, well, I'm going to go get this done. Then I'm going to go over here and do this. You got to identify your necessities. The rarities that we hold into our lives, we try to hold the rep being rare is not based on necessity. Being rare is not based on the necessity of basics. This is another layer when you go into the aspect of, I'm going to the gym. Why are you going to the gym? Man, I got to get myself in shape. Okay, cool. Why you got to get in shape? Man, because I don't like the way I feel. I feel too heavy. Okay, cool. Don't go to the gym because you sad. Man, my old lady says, she says she been, say she, she sad. She don't like my appearance and the way I be looking. So I'm going to go to the gym. Okay. So the asset is your wife or your lady or your man. And you're saying your weight is the liability. Okay. So when you lose the weight, you're no longer the liability. You start taking care of yourself as an asset. This is some crazy shit. I'm still building with it. You become the asset. Now you're inside that space. You have removed the liability. And now you've addressed a new asset. Now there's an imbalance. Why? Because the emotional aspect that led you to addressing your liability, that's the, that's the reason that's used for them to say what they said and move how they move. So now that you're doing everything that you're doing, they don't have that ass, they don't have that respect, they don't have that anymore. So you're no longer an asset to them because you changed your narrative. You see how you become the asset? Now they gotta address their liability issues. You're no longer the liability. But this is based on you becoming understanding that the basics are not necessities this whole aspect of i need a chick that can cook that can clean and all of these things that my grandma my mother used to do those are necessities nigga you should be learning how to do that shit for yourself sis the necessities 
or for you to learn how you define those necessities in your life. If a necessity for you in your common, your maintenance, in your beauty and wellness is your self-care routine is go get your hair done, nails done, spa dates and whatever. That's a necessity for you. That is not a requirement for anybody else. Anybody else coming into that space because you are that rarity. This is how they're willing to gift you to maintaining the value in you being that asset of yourself. But you got to, to yourself, you got to become the rarity. Yeah, you got to become the rarity. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah. But high tolerance, low tolerance require it will equal to that low that high execution. Low tolerance will tap into your ability for the ability to execute on a higher level. This allows one to become the rarity. You see. When we become a rarity, it's time to address this fact that a lot of people get stuck in when they're thinking about rarity is not submitting to that damn standard. Stop submitting to that fucking standard. You become the standard. The only way to never settle for less is becoming the number one asset in self. Now, this is based on the old emotional constructs that create that physical status quo. This is not based on staying within the status quo. This has been on highlighting those things. A lot of us come into that space. I talked about, I've uh, said it during meditating of it on Monday. But a lot of us define our necessities as our being rare. What is the necessity for self? We define that as being our rarity, the basic necessities. With or without someone in your life, you got to eat. With or without someone in your life, you got to pay bills. With or without someone in your life, you got accountability and responsibilities to yourself. Just because you can take care of those things and you manage these things does not make your ass fucking rare. That doesn't make you a rarity. That means you have achieved the basic necessities to have a low, have a low tolerance. So you have a high level of execution. You got a high level of spiritual endurance. Basically, I got a high level of spiritual endurance. I got a high level of mental and emotional endurances. That's because I know I'm a high-valued asset to myself. You see, when you don't know you're an asset to yourself and how much it, how important it is to be that asset to yourself, this is when you start putting yourself in positions that do not inspire you to grow. You keep doing the same shit over and over again. You keep marching and protesting and yelling till you blue in the face 
over and over and over again. You keep having them same low quality conversations because at the end of that conversation, you come out as being right because you scared to be wrong. You scared to be challenged. Remember, there is no right or wrong. Ain't no left or right. It's the duality. So you scared to be wrong means you scared to be challenged. That's why you keep having them bum ass conversations that after an hour and a half, this is what happens when you start being in that space. You haven't defined you becoming the rarity. This is what happens. I remember having conversations where I was just listening. I was very receptive. I was very receptive. Well, you're naturally very receptive. But I used to, I started thinking about it. Because I didn't define certain aspects inside of myself, I allow open reign to program it. So if one of my homeboys or one of my peoples was talking about chicks not being shit and chicks cheating or they chick ain't loyal, they chick don't cook and clean for them, I would look at them oddly as hell and be like, to myself, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it out loud. I would say it to myself, nigga, shouldn't you learn how to feed yourself? I wouldn't say it out loud. If I was in a relationship at the time, I would go home, shorty be at the house, and without me even thinking, because it wasn't my thought, this is the key, without me even thinking, because it wasn't my thought, I walk in after that long day, that conversation that had me worn the fuck out and drained. And I would emulate the conversation. I'd be like, yo, hey, babe, how you doing? What you doing? Nothing. Mr. Hand watch the TV. I walk in the kitchen. I don't smell nothing cooking. Totally forget. Totally forgetting that, nigga, you know how to cook. Walk in the kitchen, be like, you didn't cook anything? What happened? I fed into that environment. This is the detriment. This is this is the the detriment when you stay in a declining environment. You become the either you learn the environment or you be you're going to either learn this environment so you can move forward or you become that environment and adapt to it. Remember, you are not who you were before. You were not who you were three a year, three years ago. You aren't. You're not that same person. And if you are, this is really time for you to assess why you keep being that same person. Because here it becomes one of the major keys. You going in that space. And your definitions of being rare are based on necessity. So you go into that space and now someone's being argumentative because they're saying their rarity. No, let me switch that. Let me switch that up. You've identified that that's that's natural. That's how it should be. But you ain't defined yourself as the asset yet. You feel me? 
So somebody else is defining themselves as a liar. They're staying in a space where they are the liability. They are the asset to the liability of that space. You remain the number of the liability to that space because you are defining your, you're defining, finding your value by the basic necessities. I cook, I clean, I do all of these things. I do all of this shit right here. So I should get this, this, and this. Those are necessities, sis. Those are necessities, bruh. I don't like in my house, in my crib right now, like I have to have the, the space got to be organized for me to use it. With or without anybody being in the space, it's still going to be that way. End of the day. This goes into that reflection aspect of when I go into a space, I'm going to be happy. And if I feel any, I'm already happy going into this space. I'm not searching for anything. I'm not searching for the basic necessity of me being happy and at peace. Therefore, whenever I go into this space and my energy is off and I'm feeling, and I'm feeling anxious, I'm feeling this anxiety. I'm feeling like I'm about to be kid. I feel like something's attached to me. That's challenging my peace. That's challenging my happiness. I can now assess the situation and remove myself. I don't like, I'm not, I'm at the point right now for myself where I don't dislike anybody, period. I love everybody. But my love for myself is defining me being a value player, the value that, that number one player, that asset. So me valuing myself at this level for myself, that love of myself, that balance with myself, that self-love in myself, it causes, it sets me up to always set to become the fucking standard. That means if I go inside of a space, there's usually, I have that low tolerance, but I always have a high execution. So that means wherever I go into a space, if there's something out of place or there's something in there, you, you we've done this shit before. If I go into the kitchen and there's dishes in the sink, my mindset is to wash the dishes because I can go back to a point in my past that I've, I've accepted the entire past. So now I'm open to the lessons that I learned. Grandma, my grandmother told me never to cook in a dirty kitchen. My grandmother told me, my grandmother gave me the game on never leaving clothes hanging around all over your shit because that's why that it, that's where that bad, that's where that bad juju go, boy. That bad juju go into that space. So if I'm looking inside my space and I see stuff that's in a cluttered fashion, I'm going to fix it. But the ones that are not used to you being that way, that becomes, you become, you are be, you are, it's not based on you being like, yeah, 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 I do. This. No, this is when you start saying, nah, I'm a rarity. That's what you're doing because this is how you start looking at it. That liability is a rarity based on your high execution and your low tolerance. You don't tolerate certain aspects in your life. This isn't based on the physical mundane. I don't tolerate no nigga talking to me any type of way. That's a natural aspect. You got to define yourself in that space so that when they say something to you, it's because if you don't define 
yourself in that space, what you end up doing, you have this false sense of entitlement because you did something, because you are simply there. This is what happens for a lot of us when we go into these spaces of, and we start getting pulled back and forth because in that space, you're an asset. Outside of that space, what are you? Inside of that space, you are an asset. Outside of that space, what are you? A liability. Remember, as long as you're a high-valued asset inside of a space that has that, as long as you're of high value to others, the, the only way, reason that you are high value to others and an asset to other survival is because you do have not identified you, you have not identified those liabilities that you need to release within yourself. You'll never let go of being that valued player, being that valued friend, being that valued family member. You'll never let go of it because it exposes the liabilities that you got to deal with inside of yourself. You know you was emo you know you are an emotional liability. You know that. You know that you are a financial liability to yourself. You're talking about with your energy and going out and seeing your money because this is the trippy this is the crazy part. If I'm an emotional liability, that means I'm also a financial liability. See how it goes together? Energy and motion, energy is the true currency. So if I'm an emotional liability, that means I'm a financial liability. Because if I don't have the ability to bring my emotions into balance, how can I have my ability to bring my say, to bring my money into balance? I'm always gonna be spending my money on things to acquire things to give me this false narrative of being high value, being the rarity. This is what we get. This is that line where people say, yo, to step out of materialism. I need nothing materially to define what I am and what I do. I need nothing material of the material to define me. Me understanding that need not want not everything outside of me. I now understand is an extension to enhance the value and the asset that is of me. This microphone, the laptop sitting here wide open, the music that I put together, all of these are reflections to be observed in building the portfolio, the spiritual portfolio of me being a high-valued asset. I can use my assets and I can acquire more wealth. I can use my natural assets of myself to always be in the state of abundance. I'm always going to be in a state of prosperity. With my self-awareness now intact, me understanding that I'm a rarity, now I can set my price based on the value. And now that reciprocation can now come into that place. Assets are of reciprocal value. Assets are of reciprocal value, residual value.
That means every time you hear me say something, you are going to learn something. Because every time that I say something, I'm learning something. That's the reciprocation process. Every time that I speak, I learn. Every time that I speak, I study. I done, I'm doing the studying before I even speak. Now I'm in the state of the observer. This is how you move into that observe, observation state. Remember last week I told uh, I talked about that observation state. The state of observation, the state of the state of observation is outside of the emotions that keep you stuck in the experience. So now I can sit here, and when I say I love everybody, I'm at peace with everybody. But I can set the parameters that I'm being around those people. I love everybody. I love everybody. I respect everybody for where they at. All that good shit. But I'm not going to be in a space with myself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, to where I'm going to allow myself to be drained. I come at a high rate. This is how, because when you become a true rarity, that's where the intimidation comes in. When you become a true rarity, that's when you actually start stepping into that realm of being being intimidating. Just off your energy alone. You You being in the true aspects of the true authority of yourself is going to intimidate a lot of people. It's going to make individuals start saying shit about you. You're going going to hear people say shit. I've heard people say shit about me all the time. But now that I'm in this space, it it didn't bother me before, but it imprinted in my mind. But now it don't even even impute to me. I've had people say, the nigga's antisocial. No, I'm not. You can catch me every month, Monday through Thursday, 9.45 to about 10. 1015, meditate and elevate. You can catch me every Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a lecture. You can catch me throughout the week doing shows and other little posts of that nature. You can catch me every, you can book me every day for a session or a service or a consultation call. You see the constant in that you can see me but the frequency is going to require a reciprocal investment of equal value you can see me but it's going to require a higher reciprocal value for us to sit there and be inside of that space that means something got to it 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 has to grant me something within a period of 6 months of value. I no longer you're no longer going to have yourself in this space where you're basing your value of how others can use you. Their usage of you. Because in tandem and correspondence 
their value is going to be based on how you can use them. And then when we think about usage, you're thinking about us. We're going into the realm of escape. So now that's expense. So that's a liability. In order for me to escape dealing with myself, guess what I'm going to go do? I'm going to go over here to that party. I'm going to go over here to escape or maintain a route of escape. I told y'all before, there's no going fucking back. There's no going back. Once you end this, you end this. And you'll notice when you stop doing what you're supposed to be doing, that's why niggas go crazy. There's so many motherfuckers that have gone back to an organized sense or organized state of being to maintain being the asset in that space. I'm a high-valued asset. I'm asking you a question. What if, in reality, we don't do some, we don't hit some low on some on a. What if everything that you, everything that you say is a necessity, which is actually a basic. This is what happens. Since you value yourself as by your, since you value yourself by the necessities and now you set your parameters based on these necessities, what do you think happens in the space when the space resets? You say that you cook and you clean and you do all these good things and you, you a woman's woman or you a man's man, you can cook, you can clean, you deliver the good pipe, but it's the cost of it. You're a liability. Now you're like, think about your liability. The whole name of this game is low tolerance or low risk and high execution. So now you sitting there with your man and you saying all these things that are required. He ain't defined him being self being an asset. He hasn't defined himself as being a liability so now he goes find elsewhere to become an asset to somebody else that has even less. And if not, they keep you in a state of being less. Think about it. You keep yourself in a state of being less just by staying in that low vibrational space. You are now telling the universe that you are of lower value. And the shit that you want is not going to come down to that low shit anymore. All that's based on usage and needing somebody to define it. If you don't plan for it, you plan to fail. If you don't plan for it, you plan to fail. You set yourself up to fail. If you do not state the value in self, Somebody else is going to state the value in you. Someone else will do that programming for you. Someone else is going to write that contract up for you. And you're going to be sitting there mad at motherfuckers because they saying shit about you. You deserve every fucking thing that's happening. Because you set that tone. You want higher value. 
you want to move it to that higher value, it requires changing that mentality. You want to become that rarity, it requires changing that mentality. It requires allowing those things to be let go of. Because I'm gonna give you a I'm gonna give you a fun fact. I know for sure that there's somebody in every space that I used to be in for the ones that are still in those spaces, there's somebody there. So I ain't worried about being replaced. I read a meme and it was like, we got to stop with this factoid of saying you'll never find no one like me. That's the whole point. I don't want to find anybody like me. That means I'm not in the space of authenticity. They're going to find someone for their level. You're going to come into the space for your level. So stop worrying about them. You are a rarity in that space. You've always been the rarity. You've always been the rarity. You've always been the you've always been of that high quality. It is time for you to really tear away those layers that leave you feeling like you're not of high quality. Remove the the material aspects that define or give the filler to you being of high quality. And you'll see that you've always been of high quality. They're like for me, like I'm, I've always been motherfuckers like, nigga, you bougie. And I remember I had such a hard time accepting that shit. I've always been bougie. I've always been bougie. I've always been high class. I've always had a high standard. Always. Even when I was at the lowest, even when I was at the lowest points of my life, my high standard, my high standard in myself, unconsciously using it, my high standard in myself put me in positions where I learned at a higher level. I was able to see things at a different level. I was able to see the excuses. So since I was always able to see the excuses, I had to realize why I had to see those excuses. And it took me back to my uncle. Sitting in the back of the 745 with my uncle or sitting on the stoop with my uncle, my uncle could point out that person about to do this, that person about to do this, that's gonna happen to this person, they about to die, he about to get shorty pregnant, it ain't gonna be his kid. And I was like, why my pops could do this? How my uncle could do this so fucking well? Then I realized he was great at being observant. He been through enough experiences and learned from his experiences to create himself as an asset to himself. That same thing is in my bloodline. I can do the same thing. I made a post of the moon like mean like saying, how do you always know everybody? And it says, how do you always know everything? How do you always know? I'm in a high state of value for myself. Therefore, I have to become very observant. I'm not going to be, I'm not investing in anything 
unless I'm able to observe it. And from my observations, set those parameters and those healthy boundaries. I don't dislike people. I just can't, I just won't allow my energy to be intertwined where I know it's the in, the the level of energy that I need to be reciprocated so I can keep myself charged or else I'm going to be drained. I'm not being drained anymore. I'm not being drained by outside forces. My energy's high value. Your energy's high value. Why you think they need you at why you think they need you at the party? Why you think they need you at their house all the time? Why you think they always need you at work? Why you always think they need you? Your energy's of a higher value. You'll go in there and do things that motherfuckers can't do or won't do because you are as you have set a higher standard for yourself. You are the rarity. You're already the rarity. Once you define the necessities based on for self, not for others, you're able to now set that bar of that, now that high tolerance that you was in, you're able to take that all the way down. I have a very, very low tolerance, but my execution rate is off the fucking chain. So when I'm tapped in, I'm tapped in. When I'm learning, I'm learning. When I'm teaching, I'm teaching. I'm going to give you that intensity and that energy and that space. And if it don't fit that space, I'm eradicating it. If I do got to go over there, I'm eradicating everything in there that does not fit the value. Only quality purpose. Quality purpose only. Quality people only. And that's what we get into after the break. Thank you for choosing the God out. And we back. Welcome to the God Hour Podcast. Y'all out of there? I realized that I just said that. <laughs> but I want you to put yourself in a space of quality. I watched the uh, reel yesterday on my IG. I made a post of it. And he was talking about quality people only. Quality purpose only. Quality people only. Quality purposes only. As you become the asset, as you learn that, learn to see things and become observant of the things now from a standpoint of, I have a low tolerance for this because it's going to stop me from my road of my high execution is going to keep me in a state of error and you become this rarity. You're going to start realizing that the droves and the quantities of people, the quantity of friendship, the quantity, the quantities that you try to maintain the friendships and everybody's around you and you 
everybody around you and they rocking with you and they shaking they with you and shit, they don't fucking matter. Most people right now, I use I give you and that I give you something to think about. I remember my uh uncle always used to tell me was like most people out here celebrating nothing. What are they celebrating? They celebrating based on it's a because they can. They ain't celebrating because they want to. They celebrating because they can. It's easy to celebrate when you have nothing to celebrate. When you have nothing of value to celebrate, it's easy to celebrate when you have nothing of value to maintain. It's easy to celebrate when you have no value to maintain. It becomes more quality to celebrate the value of that being that rarity, the value of being a high, being a, a high value player and being the one that's of high execution. I was always celebrated at all of my jobs because I was a high value player, high value asset that gave me access to higher value shit day off if i took the day off come in a little bit late if i chose to come in late more hours more ways to charge myself more ways to keep myself charged but there's a there's there's a line when you do when you're stuck within the quantity of your purposes you set yourself up to be limited because you only can go so far inside of that space before you got to readjust the you got to renegotiate that contract and since you're such a high vow since you since you since you're living inside of that space as a liability since you're living inside of that space as a liability with yourself, guess what's gonna happen? Gonna fuck you up. Whenever you see, I give you examples. When you look at entertainers on TV, they are high risk liabilities. They come with a high risk liability. Because if they get hurt during a movie, They got to renegotiate that contract to see if they can, cause they can replace them. When we look at things based on this space for being a liability, remember the lower the risk, the better the reward. The, the lower the risk, the higher you can reward, the higher that you can get the reward from that space. You can be like, you know what? I'm in a good space. I right, keep playing with yourself. Keep lying to yourself. Keep lying to yourself. Keep lying to yourself. I had to tell myself that shit a long time, a long time ago. I used to think like me always going, me always showing up was gonna, me always showing up was going to maintain my position. Me always showing up was gonna maintain my position. So I always had to keep showing up. I always had to show up. 
No matter what the fuck was going on in my life, I had to keep showing up. How the fuck did that make me a vet? How, does, how can I define myself as a high-valued asset where I feel that I got to keep showing up? See, as a high-valued asset, you know you don't have to show the fuck up. When you understand it, when you understand, when you start assessing the liabilities that are inside of your life, that are not based on quality purpose, that are not based on serving you in order for you to grow, when you start looking at it in that space, you're like, ooh, shit, nigga, this shit ain't worth anything. You start reassessing these values of these players and individuals and places that are in your life. That's This is one of the major fucking keys. And then you're going to set that price. And you ain't got no problem setting your price. I told you earlier on, if you come into my space with some low level vibration, I feel your energy, low vibration, that frequency, I can feel the conversation is going to be a very low vibrational conversation. I'm going to tax you 30 bucks for that hour. It's not personal. And that's another key. Stop defining things as personal. This is going to be the key when you're evaluating quality people, that quality purpose. Stop taking things as a personal, giving things a personal narrative. That means when you mad at your homegirl, you mad at your homeboy, stop giving them the personal rights to your emotion. This is where a lot of us get fucked up at. Because if somebody makes us angry, we give them room to make us happy. If somebody makes us sad, we give them room to make us happy. If someone has the ma- if someone can master my emotion, they know how to control the quality of my life. You get yourself stuck talking about you ain't gonna leave. You get yourself stuck talking about you ain't going to leave. Talking about that ain't worth it. I've been here this long amount of time. I've put in all this work. That shit don't mean shit. I've been in relationships for five plus years. Put in great amounts of work. But I was only maintaining the necessities. So at the end of the day, what I was mad at was really with myself because I was only maintaining the necessities. I wasn't doing nothing special. I wasn't doing nothing spectacular. I wasn't doing nothing out. I wasn't doing nothing of aspirational quality. I was simply there doing my job. Your job pay you for every hour that you're there. That relationship paid you for every hour that you were there. That friendship paid you for every hour that you were there. It's you that keep getting stuck on. You deserve more. I deserve a raise. I deserve more for all the things that I do. 
Most of the times you're only doing the fucking necessities. You're only maintaining the necessity within that space. With or without, with or without those employees being there inside of that space, you still got to do your job. With or without you having a man or without with or without you having somebody in your life or not, those dishes still got to get clean. That yard still got to get cut. The maintenance on the car still got to be maintained. With or without you. So why do you battle over necessity? You waste your purpose on the quantities of your necessities being met. The more necessities that you have to, the more necessities that you have to outsource, the more of a liability you are. So you can't even be the fucking asset. The ones that are a high value of high value asset have cut out middlemen. I've cut the middlemen out of my life. The middlemen mentality, the lack mentality. I've cut these things out of my space. I've cut these things out of my life. Therefore, when I go into a space, I am at a higher value. So the reciprocation has to match that or I can leave that space. You see, when you haven't learned these aspects inside of yourself, the love, the self-love narrative, the dealing with your traumas, the dealing with your emotional blockages, you're going to depend on something outside of yourself. You're going to depend on the uses or the ability of somebody else to give you something. Something that you ain't dealt with inside of yourself. You're going to create some shit and then when it doesn't work out or it doesn't pan out, you're going into a space to where somebody can help you deal with it. And now you owe them a favor based on guilt, based on grief, based on insecurity, based on doubt. And guess what they gonna do? They gonna value that. They gonna keep that marker. This is how shit get held over your fucking head. I've paid off every debt to every individual ever in my life. I paid off all the debts. I paid off every debt. So for me paying off all those debts, I don't know nobody shit. I don't know anybody anything. Because I'm defining necessities inside of myself in that space. Wherever space you're going into, you got to define. This is the most important part to be having quality purpose only. If it's not of quality purpose, if it's not taking me outside of my comfort zone, if it's not challenging me, if it's not helping me expand, tell yourself these types of things, then you you shouldn't be there. That should not be a space that you frequent. Because as long as you staying in that mindset of, as long as you stay in this mindset of others fulfilling your necessities, the necessary aspects of you, the things that you should already know how to naturally do. They'll always have a value in your space. It'll be harder to let their ass go. So ask yourself real questions. You get, ask yourself, ask yourself the most simplest question and you get the most simplest answer. 
Everybody around me has a purpose. Everything around me got a purpose. Nothing around me has, nothing around me in my space doesn't serve a purpose. Everything around me is of high quality. That's how you need to move in your life. That's the abundance. That's the riches of, that's the riches. Because now that I've made, now that I've created that space within me, now that I've created this within me, guess what I can do when I walk outside of myself? Set my parameters. This is how you set your parameters inside that space. This is how you start looking at these conversations that you have and that ain't leading you nowhere. How many dead end conversations have you had? How many dead end events have you went to? How many dead end pop-ups have you went and dealt with? How many dead end things have you done based on you still being a liability? You a liability because you ain't mastered it within yourself. The more liabilities that you have, as we said earlier, the less assets you're going to be able to acquire. So now, since you're a liability, you can't save. Since you don't understand to save yourself, that everybody can't go, you can't save in the, you can't save. I love saving. I love to be able to, I love to be able to do what I do. It feels good to be able to, okay, cool. I can keep that. I remember when I first started getting the stocks and I put some money in, it would get up to a certain amount and I would get scared because it would drop and I pull it back out. The next week it goes shoot, uh, shoot all the way up. I was always finding myself investing in the spaces. And when, since my tolerance was so high for my tolerance was so high, the moment that I saw the error, my level of execution in that space in his mindset, I had a low level of execution. So when it came time to stick to my investments, I couldn't maintain the execution. I couldn't maintain moving forward. So I always found myself reverting back to my safety. I reverted back to that safety, my comfort zone. So now I built a tolerance for my comfort zone. I had a high tolerance in my comfort zone. So as long as I'm inside my comfort zone, as long as I'm inside my space, I got control. See how that happens? As long as you're in your comfort zone, you have this false sense of control. As long as you're in your comfort zone, you got a false sense of control. Whether it's a negative or a positive, you can define it. So there's no need to challenge. There's no challenge. But when you step out of that comfort zone, it requires a high level of execution, the ability to execute. Higher levels of the ability to execute and a lower tolerance for error. 
That means I have a higher tolerance for execution, learning, and my studies in that space. I have a higher tolerance. So since I have this higher execution rate, the conversations are on a higher level. My challenges are on a higher level. Now I start looking at my environment to change to match that. As you change the internal and start accepting the past and start working on that past aspect of yourself, you're going to start appropriate. The appropriation in the present is going to be based on that climate change. That means it's going to get more dense. That means you're going to be able to see in a different depth. And everything that starts to match that is going to require you to define that channel. It's going to require you to define that channel or you'll lose it again. Doing what you want, take more. Doing what you want, take a lot more discipline than doing what you can. Within discipline is that discomfort. It's going to be things that you say, man, I... Man, I wasn't trying to do that or spin this or do that or do, but you got to get, you got to get your, you got to become the authority in your life or else you're going to be dependent upon what's now a liability. I remember when I didn't have a bank account and I needed my mom to, I needed, I needed my mother to hold my money for me. Biggest learning lesson biggest lesson one of the biggest lessons i learned in my life <clears throat> because i thought it was safe it was a safety my mom don't go nowhere my mom don't go nowhere so i got where my money i convinced myself my mom don't go nowhere she only nobody in her room so the money be in her room so I ain't got to worry about it. But I didn't put in one factor. My mother gonna need some money. She always gonna, I need some. So guess what will happen? When you move into a sense of high tolerance based on that safety, you allow others to have access to using you. When you have a high tolerance in you're in your comfort zone, you allow others to be able to use you because they can define aspects to keep you within comfort or in a state of distraction, keeping you away from accountability and responsibility. In correspondence, when you start looking at the people around you, look at the people that are taking, you're gonna have this, you're gonna have a big ass fucking slide rule of the people that take the least responsibility for themselves it's going to be, you going to be this traditional point in that, in the middle point, when we talk about the middle point, you're in this middle point of on this side of the scale, I can, I need to, I have the, I need, I have the space to take the least amount of responsibility and the least amount of accountability. So now you look at this slide rule in your life, who takes the least amount of accountability and responsibility in their life? Who's second to that? Who's third to that? Who's fourth to that? Who's five to that? That's the top five. That's the top five. Number six is going to be like, 
if you have kids or things of that nature. But they're closer to you in the middle point. So on the other end of this slide rule, on this other end of your slide rule, who takes the most accountability and responsibility for themselves? Who maximizes the potential of being that asset in that space? So you need both sides of the slide rule. Because when you master and accept what you haven't taken accountability and responsibility for, you start seeing the individuals in their brightest light. Damn, they really do not save. Damn, they always need money. Damn, they always they always out and about ruining their life, ruining their body. Then you look on the other end. Damn, they always running. They are very disciplined. They maintain their eating habits. They maintain their savings. They learning shit. They always reading. They always studying. They doing their shadow work. Now that's the other side of the reflection of you. When you master, when you're able to acquire from the learning aspects from that space, you come to this middle point and now you can go forward because now you have defined the quality. You define what quality is not and you define what quality is. You understand that without, without this aspect of defining quality, you can't define quality without first defining the in the in the in is it inequality? That's not a real word. The non-reciprocal factors in your life. And now you can now move forward. Remember, it's quality, people only. Quality, purpose only. That means if my purpose is not of high. If the reason that you need me to do something is not of high quality, that means it ain't going to teach me something. I'm not going to learn something. I'm not going to benefit from this in a higher level of way Then I can't be around it. I don't care who it is. I've turned down people plenty of times. Like, I remember when I first got my, uh, one of the first times I actually got one of my, got, my, got a car, got a, one of the first couple times I got in my car and I went from people that I knew that I was really rocking with. They actually helped me. They, if I needed a ride, they never asked me for gas money, but I still give it to them. I learned from one of my homeboys because he would never ask me for gas money. And I would always try to hand him gas money. And he was like, one day I remember he told, remember he was telling me, he was like, Open that glove. Open my glove box, uh, Los. I was like, all right. Popped open the, I popped open the bo- uh, glove box. I was like, nigga, it ain't nothing but like 20s and 1s and 10s and 5s in this bitch. And you got envelopes with money in here? I was like, yeah. Go ahead and throw your money in there. I was like, all this is gas money? I was like, yeah. I was like, and he he gave me some game that like now when I think about it, I was it changed my whole life. I was like, with or without them needing a ride, I still gotta fill my to keep my tank full. With or without them needing a ride, 
I got to keep my tank full. I got to maintain how my tank is filled. If I'm stuck, depending on others, my tank. If I'm stuck on others, filling my tank, then they will have the ability, they will have the ability to set my course. If I allow others, and we're gonna take it in deeper. If I allow others to fill my basic necessities, my needs or the needs or my wants, then I allow them to set my course. They always can set my course. They always can set what I do and when I do it. They always can tell me, they always can give me a story and I'm always gonna have to listen to it because I've given them defining rights on something that I needed to do for myself. I gave them the ability to fill my tank. I give these motherfuckers the ability to fill my tank. That's a key. When you moving in that quality purpose, you ain't allowing other people to fill your tank anymore. You accept it, but you allow it to build up because that's the reflection of you being the asset in that space. They give you an offering, you're able to pull it to the side. I remember when I first, I remember when I was doing that, giving people around, I kept my tank full. I remember like within a month, the amount of people I gave rides to in and on and off, I think I was making like 250 a month just in gas money. <clears throat> 250 a month in gas money. And that don't mean that just some people slip through the cracks and like I had I had friends, I had people that I, I would uh I used to rock with. And when they get in the car, like they will always lean back. I had this one homeboy, he will always lean back in his seat to stretch. I don't care what time it was. And make it like he was napping. But then one time I caught him looking, he was looking at my gas tank. Seeing if he had to give me some gas money. That's another, that's another part. Some people are going to watch to see if you, some people are going to watch how full you are, be, how, how fulfilled you are. Some people are going to watch how fulfilled you are, how your life is being, everything that you want is being fulfilled. They're going to watch that tank. Because if your tank's full, if your tank's full, guess what? They can get a free ride. Stay tuned for the plug talk. Let me gonna close this out. Thank you for choosing the guide hour. Welcome, 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 welcome to. The guy talk, club talk, you know, 
this is space where we keep you plugged in with everything Gallico Alchemist. Everything going on, new things. There has been some changes to prices, upgrades to prices, upgrades to services from the NATO chart analysis, uh, shadow work consultations, any of the readings from the general energy, past life, life path, many other readings that are not on. Just hit me in the inbox. Or hit me at gotacoalchemistllc.com or speaking of that inbox, follow me on Facebook, Rock Carlo Nijis. That's the Facebook joint. Inbox me and follow. Send that friend request because you know tonight, you listen to tonight, today's the only day that matters. That means tonight about to be really, really lit. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you know, we do the God Out show, we're gonna get deeper, live readings, break down a nice little topic, and go from there. Yeah, and speaking of topics, last Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you know, we do Friday night lectures. Go follow me, or go join me, I don't like saying follow, go join me on my YouTube channel, God Occult Alchemist. Capital G dot, capital O dot, capital D dot, Occult Alchemist, A-L-K-H-E-M-I-S-T. Yeah, last week we got into the Hopeless Romantic. Tonight we, uh, this Friday, we're getting into the Cosmic Authority, the Supreme Mathematics. Now I'm gonna say it out, I'm gonna say it out. We're gonna give y'all a little bit of taste. But yeah, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for that. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for uh, the God I will show. You know, we do the live readings. Uh, Gotico Alchemist, LLC.com for services and scheduling those services, booking those. Follow me at Papa underscore Lucy666 for IG. GodKing84 for Twitter. And also follow me at Papa Lucy Zombie on my TikTok. Cause we're gonna be I'm gonna start doing those daily uh insights. The first one's up. I did one for magnetism. Uh today. After you done listening to the podcast, go ahead and slide over to TikTok and you'll see the video for a reaction. But yeah, I want you to be the fucking best. We understand that through this episode, giving you the aspects of removing yourself from being a liability to yourself and the asset to others, it's time to switch that around. It's time for you to become the asset in your life to yourself, the authenticity within you, and then you're able to address those liabilities. It's a slide rule. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, If you are interested in sponsorship, hit me up at set. S-E-T, Carlo, C-A-R-L-O, Negus, N-E-G-U-S, at gmail.com. Drop the inbox if you have a service. Uh, You got a book coming up. You got a book out. You want to do a build on a podcast, especially for sponsorship. You want to get plugged into the Plug Talk. Plug Talk's that free trial. You want to see how it runs. 
or you can become a sponsor of the podcast. That means you got a service that can get plugged in as one of the ad roles. Because also all we doing is building over here. I just want you to be the fucking best. Because that's what I desire for myself. But, yeah. Yeah. And also, Lucifer Somni is the cash app link. Drop a dollar or two. Support the love through reciprocation. Let's be the fucking best. After this last break, add, we're going to get into that closeout. I appreciate all the love and support. The share. Allowing the knowledge to do what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to invoke thought. It's supposed to make people angry. It's supposed to make them feel. Because until they feel, they cannot tap in to tap out. I love you. We love us. I share. Welcome. What, 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 what? Spark up before we start off. Welcome back. Also, I wanted to throw in the number 910-777-7708. That's the hotline. You hit me on the hotline. Hit me on the hotline, set up that consultation, build that dialogue. We can build from there. That's another way to get in contact with me. Damn, I thought about that shit with quality. I wanted to go deeper to it. The person that is the entrepreneur and the business owner. The entrepreneur and the business owner. The entrepreneur is growing in the ideas to create more value. That means creating more assets. The business owner, not saying anything's wrong with the business owner, but the business owner, they're busy maintaining that ownership on that one level to take care of their liabilities. The entrepreneur is creating assets because the liabilities are the basics. The higher your assets, the lower your liabilities, the lower your expenses. Lowering your expenses, hiring your assets. That way, when something pop up, you can take care of it. Until you define that within yourself, start watching these individuals that are around you that are watching how fulfilled your life is. They'll give you the nice smile in your face and be like, oh my God, your life is so fulfilled, girl, and you're doing so good. Yo, fam, yo, king, you doing real, real good. I see you out there. I see you out there. Watch them. Not saying everybody that does it is has an ulterior motive, but really start, when you become the true asset, you really understand your value in yourself, you won't keep going off course. That's what I was saying with that. People watch your tank, watch you fulfill what you need to do, and then they'll hit you with that gaslight, and then they'll take you off course. You deserve to celebrate, girl. Yo, we should go out and celebrate your victory. We should go celebrate this. Nah, I'm not done yet. What I'm this is based off of something that I did before. See, when you when you start defining these, defining yourself as that that inspiring for that higher quality. 
expiring to define those assets of high value. Every time that you acquire a new asset, that's your celebration. Others are going to watch you become fulfilled. And that's why I said earlier in this podcast, it's not going to be the things furthest away from you. It's going to be the things closest to you. Because once you start learning yourself, once you start that healing process, it's going to challenge them to either do the same or keep trying to pull you back into that space. They're going to gaslight your ass. And since you have not identified the full value of yourself, you're going to follow right along with them. Hell, some people didn't even know when I remember when I got my first place as opposed to my third place. When I got my first apartment, I was so damn excited to have people over at my house. But the shit that I learned from the first and the second time, when I got my third joint, then nobody knew where the fuck I stayed. Because I learned the value in my privacy, my privacy. I learned value in my privacy. See, when you're aspiring for that higher quality, it requires a lot more privacy. In order to tap into that privacy, that true authenticity of your privacy with yourself, you got to remove the liabilities. I want you to be the fucking best. I... I desire you to be the best. Step out of your comfort zone. I love you. We love us. Thank you for choosing to guide our podcast. Ashe.